0: Remember when we didn't get an inch of snow for nearly two years in New York City? I do. Seven hundred one days. Good times, right? Because now the second winter storm in less than a week, dropping snow across the tri-state area. This is a live look in Woodbridge, New Jersey. This is in Middlesex County. This is one of the areas that we'll see the heaviest snow totals throughout the day, generally south of I-78. And
1: the snow's falling right now. Yeah, it feels like we've been waiting for a while for the snow to, like, start falling in that particular uh-huh. shot. And it's coming down. We're getting there. Um, and here's a live look um, at SoHo in Manhattan. The city sanitation department has been prepping roadways not only for snow but also ice, of course, as temperatures remain below freezing.
2: Welcome to Mornings at 10 here on this Friday. Of course, this is just the beginning as yes. we detail what's yes. going to happen throughout the day, the latest round of winter weather, all of that coming up. We have live team coverage throughout the show. But that is not all. We're also digging deeper into the city's response to the recent rash of violent crimes happening in the subway system. So the NYPD chief of transit, Michael Kemper, will be here in studio to talk about how police have been responding and what could be their future strategy to tackle some of the concerns.
0: Also what to do with the unwanted holiday gift card. It's Free Money Friday. (laughs) We love Free Money Friday. Nina Pineda will be here back at the table with some guidance about those gift cards.
1: All right, so now let's dig into everything you need to know about this latest storm. Our team coverage includes Heather O'Rourke, she's with us today, and Lindsay Tuckman. she's in Road Cam 7, monitoring the roads, the rails, airports, Phil Tate on the ground in New Jersey, and Janice U monitoring New York City's snow response. But first, got to turn it over to our coverage captain. You know who it is. I love that.
2: That's Danny
1: Beckstrom.
2: Danny, I got a question, because we were talking about it before we started here. We can see the radar on the bottom right of your Mm -hmm. screen. You would think that it's like a blizzard out there right now, looking at (laughs) the conditions. Science and dry air potentially could be, right? You're looking outside. That
1: snow is not quite
0: sticking. Not quite sticking yet in the city but at least it has started. Mm-hmm. It felt like a delayed start for New York City because this storm system is battling a lot of dry Got air. It. There are so many factors, so many components when it comes to a snow forecast. Uh, a difference of a couple degrees in temperature, how where that low is centered like kind of dictates, I hate it when I accidentally say like, I'm sorry, uh, where this low is centered kind of dictates how much moisture we have to work with, right? And right now we're kind of on the uh, the northernmost edge, which means we're battling a lot of this dry air, which kept it a uh, slower start for New York City. But I want to get you outside right now because snowflakes are in fact, flying. I've been watching this camera so closely all morning long. And finally, within the past 30 minutes or so, we're seeing a look few more that. of those snowflakes. So officially reading a snow in New York City. Temperature sitting at 30 degrees right now. Here's a look at the radar. And you just see the, the pockets, the holes, mm-hmm, if you will? Mm-hmm. That's a sign that we are battling some of that drier air. And that's primarily from New York City north. Now, the holes are starting to be filled in. So we do expect the, the snow to become a little more widespread. But the snowfall intensity is also fairly light, which is in this area, New York City north, we generally expect a coating up to a few inches of snow. Zooming in on New York City, finally starting to see the radar fill in. The snowflakes are flying. But where we've seen a little more moisture to work with is south of I-78. This was in the forecast all along, right? Mm-hmm. South of I-78 is where we expected the most impressive snowfall totals. It's certainly what we're seeing right now. It all makes sense. Uh, but we are going to start to see this coverage pick up as future cast indicates. So as we move toward midday, widespread snow. It's light to moderate, not all that heavy, but still going to see it. We wrap up these snow showers tonight. And from there, our attention turns to temperature. Tomorrow, single-digit wind chill is what we'll wake up to. It is going to be frigid. So the AccuWeather alert continues tomorrow, even as the snow wraps up tonight due to temperature. Here's a look at the snowfall forecast. I think in New York City, maybe a coating up to a, an inch or two might okay. be a better bet, just given how much trouble we've had with the dry shear, yeah. uh, dry air. But then South uh, South
1: Jersey in general, we will get some impressive I snowfall totals. I am so glad you explained that.
0: I know. It's hard. It really
1: needed to be explained.
0: It's tough. With snowfall forecasts can bust really easily. And, you know, our team here does a great job. Lee is just brilliant when it comes to it. And so trusting his gut, and he started to back off on those totals last night. Well,
2: And you saw that sort of line shift farther <laughs> south, mainly in New Jersey, where we saw a lot of mm-hmm. the advisories. In fact, let's go to New Jersey right now, because I would assume supporter Phil Tate has been in Woodbridge as people have been preparing there to, to fight the snow. So now we see the umbrella up. So that's an indication that the snow is falling. We see the flakes yep. flying as yep. well. Yep. Phil, what's yeah. it like up there right now?
3: The umbrella is indeed up. We've been waiting for the snow, and the snow has finally arrived. The township has also been waiting for the snow as they've been preparing. I'll just step out of the way right behind me as you can just see this loading area. That truck has been hard at work all morning long. They've been loading trucks that have been pulling up as they just get ready to hit the roads to make sure that they remain clear. Now, this is the region. We'll see heavier amounts piling up in parts of New Jersey. Now, we were told earlier that 500 roads had already been treated, and that was just the first effort to keep roads clear ahead of the snow. Well, as the region braces for a fresh blanket of snow, we'll see the biggest impacts here in central Jersey and by the Jersey Shore. And yesterday, the governor urged residents to take precaution and not to underestimate this storm.
4: That snow could melt into slush or turn to ice, which will make for a dangerous Friday night commute throughout the Garden State. So if you can, please, please, please consider working from home.
5: You know, stay off the road if it's possible. The less cars on the road, the less problems. You know, accidents cause a lot of traffic. So if you don't have to go out, you know, or you're just going home from work, just go home from work. But, um, yeah, and, you know, just drive safely. Slow down.
3: Yeah, take it slow indeed. Again, New Jersey remains under a state of emergency. That was put into effect by Governor Murphy ahead of those rainstorms just last week. Now, important to note that state offices are closed today, and we've seen more than two dozen closures of schools here in New Jersey. That's the very latest here in Woodbridge. I'm Phil Tate, Channel 7 Eyewitness News.
2: Okay, Phil, thank
3: you. By the way, we're
2: showing the ticker at the bottom of the screen. That's to indicate some of the school districts that have decided to dismiss early as we have Heather O'Rourke yes. here at the table. Yes.
1: Heather, at the table. Um, we heard it there from Governor Murphy. Um, if you're out this evening, you're possibly going to be facing some issues out there on the road. What are you right. seeing right now?
6: Well, so I don't want this, what's going on right now, to yeah. fool anybody, right, Danny? Because yeah. stuff is definitely going to be coming. Be Good worse. call. We and, still
1: uh, expect
0: a couple inches of snow. It's just a little more delayed. So that means Heather heading toward the evening.
6: Right. right. And we're already seeing some issues at the, just at LaGuardia okay. Airport, also with some trains and, of course, some roads. So I can show you some pictures of the roads. And, of course, we do have uh, Lindsay Tuckman, who is out there. So we are going to go to her in just a minute but let's talk about some of these cameras that we are going to be I'm going to show you right now. So that is a look at the Garden State Parkway and we do have reports of an accident on the Garden State Parkway and it's it's basically the ramp getting onto the Parkway itself, but just to show you some of these roads and how things are starting to look and this is south of I78. So mostly wet roadways there. I'm not seeing a ton of accidents, but just something to think about as you head out. And if you are planning on going out, you want to go out now and just travel carefully before you go anywhere. You definitely want to check and see how things are looking. LaGuardia, departures an hour and a half. Kennedy, Newark, they're running on our to schedule. New Jersey Transit bus routes, 196, 197. They're originating and terminating at Greenwood Lake Park, and that is because of this weather. New Jersey Transit, again, those bus routes and New Jersey Transit trains cross-honoring bus tickets as a result of that. Now, the one trains downtown delays with the signal problem at 125th Street. And then we're looking at the New Jersey Turnpike south of Exit 8 that is where we have an accident so that accident is in the process of being cleared away and then that other problem I was telling you about Garden State Parkway Express lanes on that ramp from exit 105 getting onto the Garden State Parkway the on and off ramps can be very very dangerous so please take it easy if you have to go out driving speaking of driving we have Lindsay Tuckman in Road Camp 7 traveling around New Jersey we'll check in now and see what Lindsay's checking out good morning Lindsay
7: Yeah, hey there, Heather. I think the governor was right when he said if you can work from home, you probably should. Today, I'll show you what the roads look like out here. We are driving south on the Garden State Parkway right now. We actually passed Phil about uh, five, 10 minutes ago, and we are just continuing our way down where the snow is coming from. Um, As you can see, it's not snowing very hard, but the visibility is not great. So that's a bad start if you are out on the roads right now. There aren't a lot of cars out on the roads right now, so perhaps people are taking that into consideration that they stay uh, at home today and not not have to deal with this. But here's what we have seen so far as we took the turnpike to the Garden State from Manhattan. Uh, We've seen, Uh, signs that say that there's salting going on, so be mindful of that. You can see that there's no snow sticking to the roads, but it's starting to get uh, a little wet out there, and it's freezing cold out, so you know what that means. If there is wetness on the road, there comes ice later, so that is certainly something to keep in mind. And there may already be ice from the snow we saw the other day. We have seen a few plows out, so they're out and ready. They're not needed yet, but they are out there. And we also did see a sign that said reduce your speed because of snow and ice to 45 miles per hour. So this uh, the state of New Jersey is prepared for this state of emergency by warning drivers. You need to take it slow. You need to take caution because what's most concerning is what may happen after this initial snowfall. So we're just keeping that in mind as we head out. We're driving carefully ourselves um, and just keeping an eye on what it looks like out here on the roads for now. Heather,
6: and you're south of 78. This is a look at how things are looking on the Garden State Parkway north of 78. So you can see those flakes are falling. We have some on the grass here, but. None nothing as far as sticking on the roadways, but you definitely want to use some caution. Lindsay had great advice for everybody, so please just be very, very careful out there and try not to go anywhere tonight. Danny?
0: Yeah, that's great advice. (laughs) Thanks, Heather. South of 78 is still where we expect pretty impressive snowfall totals up to three plus inches possible, and we're seeing the steady snow there. Seeing the snowflakes fly here in New York City as well, parts, parts of the city beginning to see the light snowfall and if you've been walking around recently we've had a lot of ice on the sidewalks oh, it's yes. something that the department of sanitation is really focused on today especially as we stay below the freezing mark mm-hmm. and get colder tomorrow so eyewitness news reporter janice you live now in soho this morning hey janice I'm janice
5: Good morning, guys. The snow has definitely picked up here in the last half hour, so you can see, definitely see those bigger flakes falling. But yeah, you know, the sanitation department has been out overnight and they will be out throughout the rest of the day, making sure the roads are safe. Over 700 trucks out salting the roads, making sure they are safe for drivers. But as you guys mentioned, many of us are walking around outside on the sidewalks and a lot of them have been icy this week. So the sanitation department is reminding property owners Owners, that it's your responsibility to make sure these sidewalks and driveways are clear of snow and ice and failing to clean them will result in a summons and a fine. And when the deadline for when it has to be done um, comes and goes, you're going to see enforcement officers come around and the deadline just depends on when the snow stops falling. For instance, earlier this week, that deadline was Wednesday at 8 a.m. So you're driveways and your uh, sidewalks had to be clear by then. The sanitation commissioner tells me enforcement agents ended up issuing over 4,000 summonses. That's compared to less than 700 during the storm in February of 2022. It's a safety issue and I just need everyone to remember that there are 8.5 million New Yorkers who use these sidewalks. Lots of them kids, lots of them seniors and we don't want people tripping and falling on the sidewalks. Yeah, definitely keep that in mind as you are walking around and if you see a sidewalk that is very icy and potentially hazardous you can mention it to the city you can call it and report it and they will uh take whatever steps they need to make sure that property owner cleans the sidewalk. Now, as for the snow, before it turns to ice, if we see more than two inches of accumulation, that is when the city will bring out its plows and make sure the roadways are clear for drivers. Live in Soho, Janice, you channel seven, Eyewitness News.
2: Janice, thank you. So now the flakes are falling and you can see from the radar, the splotchy sort of patchy work, right? Mm-hmm. Filling in now though. I don't know if that's a technical term, but yes, <laughs> filling in. So we'll have uh, live updates throughout the area, especially in New Jersey where the mm-hmm. Most snow is expected to fall throughout the hour. Also ahead here on mornings at 10, an important issue concerning so many New Yorkers right now, safety in the subway system. What can be done to protect yourself What can you do? What are cops doing? All those discussions coming up with the NYPD chief of transit. He's gonna be in studio to talk about the recent string of violent crimes, what the department is doing and how you can respond. Glad
1: we can get him in here in the studio and the rally taking place right now, calling for more funding for CUNY schools following those recent cuts. And to the rescue,
0: the group that saved a blind, bald eagle in trouble, stuck in the middle of a road in Suffolk County.
1: We told you in the holidays, you remember, that Americans hold $21 billion in unspent gift cards. So today Nina's here to make sure you're not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if you get a gift card? <sighs> We just aren't going did to use have, Nina. You, did you
8: get like the Bass Pro Shops or something? You know you're not going to use. We got an what, RE- we don't
1: fish. You I don't, don't want to out it, but we got an REI gift card that
8: we did not. <laughs> you know, Okay, so you know what you can do? Because as you were saying, I think we're all sitting on about 187 dollars yeah. a piece, uh, which you said adds up to about 21 to 23 billion dollars per per, per uh, nationwide so much money. sitting on these things that are not used. So you can. There. Here's a couple of things that you can do with them. You can either um, sell them. And you can, or you can swap them or why not re-gift them you got you there know you someone go. might want that <gasps> mm. so you can re them or mm. there's this new thing now on several websites um like gift cash as well as raise and card cash where you can actually you want to get rid of that rei thing yeah you may not make a hundred bucks shirline but you can get rid of it for some cash <gasps> And it used to just be that you could maybe swap it or sell it or but now you can actually get some cash for these cards that you're not using Ooh. and which is a wonderful way to make use of them and another thing is tomorrow January 20th is national use your gift card day Ooh. spend your gift card oh, day is it? it's kind of a slow time in retail okay. so it's encouraging people to get out get in your wallets get in that drawer and spend these gift cards if you don't want to carry them around take a picture of them then just keep it in your phone. Then when you're at a register, you can scroll through and say, hey, so what do I have these gift cards for? Another wonderful thing to do is donate your unused balances. You can do this with St. Jude's, gift card for exchange. I mean, how about doing something, even if you have spent some of it mm-hmm. and you just are never going to spend the remaining balance, go ahead and donate that and you will just feel so good about yourself to a charity, a nonprofit. They really need these. My
1: okay. husband's birthday is tomorrow. Oh. So maybe I'll just buy him something with the REI. card. Uh-huh. Exactly. Wait, I hope he's not watching. I think he needs some
0: hiking goods. Okay, so
1: we're speaking a lot about
0: cards. What's up with Costco and their card thing? If
8: you were on the the morning meeting this morning, this is one of the biggest stories on our Facebook page. And here's why, folks. This is Vix, our (laughs) master stagehand. Guess what? These these pictures, he's got a gold membership. They have your um, photo on the back, right? Okay. And Costco has, I think, about uh, 123 million members as of... and it really, their membership really grew during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People were just yeah. buying in bulk. A lot of people didn't lost jobs, wanted to save money. The memberships cost you some money, and there's going to be no more mooching off members, all right? Because <laughs> members are paying sixty to one hundred twenty dollars a person. Um, this Vic has this gold membership, which was one hundred twenty. That adds up for this company in four point six billion in membership fees. Wow. But that's how they're able to pass on these savings to members. So now they're saying, if you're paying for a membership, non-members shouldn't get your discount. Mm. So this is a a photo of the new scanner, which they're going to be now asking for you to match your face when you're walking in with the face on the card. So I what mean, do you mean? Oh good. no! Wait, have you been sneaking in? Well,
0: my brother has a Costco card. <laughs> right. I
2: don't have a Costco okay. card. okay. So you were using your brother. I
0: look like Scott Beckstrom? I don't know. <laughs> Did do you, do you
2: ever?
8: Do you, see, do you ever go with him, or do you go without him? Yeah,
0: I go with him. Okay, so,
8: so you can I'm go not? with an. You can have have up to two guests, and you can have one additional person on your household, but okay. don't try to sneak in anymore.
0: Okay, so you can
8: feel good. good about. All me. right, okay. yeah. just a quick. Uh, yes, I'm. Well, no, I mean. Thank you so I, much sh- for the sidewalk uh, shout out. We'll be having the full story at five, but you might remember this has been causing problems for people since Mm -hmm. like 2015. A a number of injuries happened with the sidewalk downtown. Mm -hmm. The city has been sued. The Parks Department said there wasn't anything they could do about it. After our story aired, this uh, half a foot jutting up piece of bluestone that has been causing these problems uh, for almost nine years was able to finally have a temporary fix and the residents down there were so grateful.
0: I have a stroller, I have a newborn, so I was doing a little lifting, To so I'm
5: very happy. Thank you for fixing it.
3: I do not think they would have done it. I mean, the proof is in the nine years that they did nothing. And, of course, I'm incredibly grateful to Seven on your side for this.
1: They did a wonderful job, and now we can go dancing down the
8: street. We will have much go more dancing. dancing down the street later. But I know, Danny, you seem, you've seem you got a lot on your plate, girl. I'm going to give it right back to you because yeah. everyone's worried about the weather. So yeah. I'll see you guys at five. Yeah, Thank you, Nina.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Nina. And we'll have another check of the forecast coming up next.
4: Our city is being threatened by random, unmotivated violence. Uh, it didn't appear as though he was looking to stop anytime soon. But it did send uh, real fears uh, throughout our entire city. And we often talk about the video in the subway system, how how much there is and how valuable it
3: is. A violent criminal is off our streets because of good, old-fashioned police work. And now this man is in custody. We will go about the work of getting justice for
4: his victims. And we will continue the work of keeping every person we serve safe.
1: A violent criminal off the streets after a string of stabbings in Queens and Brooklyn. The NYPD also catching a suspect accused in two other stabbings, one in Manhattan, another in the Bronx.
2: A search continues today for that suspect in a deadly shooting aboard a train. All of this happening within a week. So joining us now to talk about all of this, NYPD Chief of Transit Michael Kemper. Chief, great to have you here. Good
4: morning. Thanks for having me.
2: So much to get to, but I want to begin right there with that that investigation that continues into the shooting of 45-year-old Richard Henderson. I mean, Here's a guy, security guard, worked at a school, was apparently trying to quell some disagreement between a couple of other passengers. How close are you to an arrest? It's my understanding that you were able to locate some surveillance video, perhaps revealing a person of interest. How close are you to making any, uh, an arrest? In this? So
4: let me start with this. This incident occurred uh, Sunday night in Brooklyn, tragic, uh, where our victim, a 45-year-old, was on a train. Um, got into a, a verbal argument with another individual, a perp, over someone playing loud music. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, the uh, perp took out a gun and shot him, and unfortunately, uh, he died as a result. <laughs> Um, it's tragic, and my, my condolences personally to, uh, to our victim's family, but that case is moving along uh, quickly. Uh, we have video uh, surveillance capturing our person of interest. Uh, that uh, video and, and the photos were distributed. Uh, they're out on, on our social media platforms. I know your network is uh, uh, airing it, and we urge anyone, and we ask everyone. Uh, to look at that and if they knew who that is, to call our Crime Stoppers hotline.
2: And you especially want to hear from the person that was playing the music or anybody in that individual train car, right? Because that would help you piece everything together.
4: Exactly. Everyone that's on that train car uh, is either a witness or a participant
1: when you hear something like this something like this happening inside a train car i mean all of us collectively we were just horrified by it and you know it makes you think about the grand scheme of things you know i know we talk about subway crime being down i believe we have that statistic that we can show you down 2.6 percent but yeah. I, I think that the issue here um for so many strap hangers commuters is Perception, like how do we win back the trust of commuters, make them feel good about traveling?
4: And that word perception is uh, probably our biggest challenge uh, when it comes to crime in the subway system. So you're right, progress has been made in 2023. Crime was down yeah. uh, in the subway system. Uh, 60 less major crimes in 2023 versus the prior year. We were down in murders, down in rapes, down in robberies, down in grand losses, down in shootings. Uh, so that's, that's, that's real progress, and progress we're looking to capitalize and move forward with, uh, moving forward into 2024. Uh, but perception and fear, you know, if I told you out of all crime in New York City, 100% of crime in 2023, yeah. only 1.8% of all crime occurred in the subway system. Yet when I say that to people, it shocks them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't, uh, they're shocked to hear that, but that's, that's a true uh, data point, that's, that's, that's a true fact. Uh, But the perception of lawlessness in the subway system is real to many and we're very mindful of that and a lot Mm -hmm. of it has to do with uh, what they see on the news and certainly when we talk about incidents like this it doesn't help. Uh, And a lot of it has to do, uh, truth be told, when they come into a subway station and they see uh, open acts of lawlessness, whether it's fare evaders, whether it's uh, people uh, smoking in the subway system, acting disorderly, homeless people with mental health, it scares them. you know, we're hyper-focused on those quality of life issues, and you know that is our challenge, improvement in perception. So
1: tell us how you're going to do that. Yeah. Like, well, how, how do you even begin to tackle that?
4: Yeah, it's, it's a big challenge, but we're up to it. First and foremost, uh, increase uniform presence in the subway system. Our riders like to see uniform cops in the subway system. I always say, everyone likes to see a, a, a cop. Even our harshest critics believe it or not like to see a cop, but in the subway system, they really like to see a cop, and our uniform presence has increased in the subway system. Um, and then we have our cops, you know, actively being proactive, you know, and attacking and tackling these uh, acts of lawlessness head on, focusing on these quality of life issues, yeah. focusing on the of aiders, which which I need to add, uh, are directly related uh, to perception mm-hmm. and are directly related to crime. The people that are committing crimes are committing these low-level acts also.
0: Something else you guys are doing, adding technology, you've talked a little bit about cameras, has that yeah. helped you? What do the cameras help you do? And how, how do you, uh, have adding cameras make the public perception you know, feel safer?
4: So I can't speak uh, more uh, about the value of video surveillance, particularly in the subway system. The network of video in the subway system is vast, there are literally thousands of video cameras throughout uh, the subway system, all the boroughs. Um, a camera, a video camera, offers a sense of deterrence. Uh, if somebody knows that they're on video, they're probably more or less prone uh, to committing an act of uh, a, a crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly investigative value uh, if something were to happen capturing uh, that act or capturing the image of the perp on video is so important investigatively for our detectives as these images that you're showing today, they're coming mm-hmm. from the video surveillance network in the subway system.
0: Are there cameras in every subway car? And if not, why, that's why not? Question, yeah. Yeah, that's
4: a great question. So it's a good question because uh, there are cameras in every subway station. Okay. Um, I'll give you another uh, data point. Fifty percent of all crime in the subway systems occur uh, on trains, on mm-hmm. a train car. Yeah. Uh, so as of right now the MTA is Uh, making improvements in that area so their goal is uh, pretty aggressive and by the end of the year they want to outfit every subway car uh, with a camera but there are uh, this, I must say, there are a lot of subway cars right now already affixed with video surveillance. Mm-hmm. Well, that would we, go a long way. We know
2: it's, it's a huge yeah. job you have. We appreciate you, you, you talking to us about all this and all these challenges and, and all, also the progress yeah. as well. Chief, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thank you, Chief. Thank you thanks for
0: your having time. me. All right. It's time for What's Up this weekend. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do Wave it. Hill House in the Bronx has a very appropriate family art project planned for tomorrow. It focuses on the art and science of forecasting a storm. Uh, come on.
1: <laughs> While wow. creating your own snow globe. Count me in. Yes, I like that. And in Brooklyn, the Urban Park Rangers are hosting a hike after sundown around Prospect Park, Lake Saturday. Um, this is on Saturday. Ages six and up, and it's free.
2: Mm, got a bundle up for that one. Also, oh, if you yeah. are into squash, this sport, not the vegetable, <laughs> maybe both, <laughs> J.P. Morgan hosting a tournament of <laughs> champions at Grand Central. The best squash players from over 20 countries will compete for the grand prize.
0: Mm. All right, and it is going to be cold, so maybe you want to travel beneath the depths of St. Patrick's Old Cathedral, it's indoors at least, to explore the catacombs by candlelight. The tour takes you through the usually off-limit areas and the mysterious catacombs and ancient walled cemeteries. The depths.
1: Spooky. The catacombs. <laughs> like, man. I like it. It does sound spooky, but really, but really cool. intriguing. Um, and the New York Philharmonic, speaking of intriguing, hosting a young people's concert filled with storytelling, music, and fun. Kids can try out instruments and take part in crafting and interactive workshops. Very cool.
2: You can find links to all these events and much, much more ABC 7 and 1.